Hey, welcome everybody. I am Stuart Cohen, and this is the August edition of the Group Sales Power Hour. By now, I hope you know that our singular mission here is to help you build a bigger, better group business. And I can't think of a better time than now, even though it's crazy out there still. Now's the time to really understand it, master it, get things set up. And and I know so many of you have had groups on the books cancel, back on the books cancel, back on the books cancel. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. I really do. And while I am not a travel advisor like you, I'm connected to thousands of you. I am in the speaking business. And that sort of dried up too with the exception of those events I'm able to do online via good old Zoom. And it's not the same. And I hope that you've continued to take this time to uh, do whatever pivoting you've needed to do, whatever learning you need to do, whatever certifying you need to obtain that you always knew you wish you had, but never had time. Well, now you have it. Although I think you're also still busy talking to people and uh, helping them make good decisions because everyone's got different opinions of should I go? Should I stay? Should I go? Or should I stay now? Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Michael, who just got back from a 17 day Europe trip. And he put in all caps heaven. I'm very happy to hear that. Trinity's in the house. Danny's in the house. Anthony's in the house. I'm so glad you're here. Doreen's here as well. Coons traveling tours. I'm so Very, very, very happy we are here together. Ramon is here. Ramona, we'll see you later for sure. I think in the mastermind. Uh, Marina's in the house. Hello, Marina. Glad you're here. Kyle's here. This is awesome. Uh, Thanks very much, everybody, for sharing your comments and being an active participant here. Your engagement is important. It makes it a much more vibrant show. If you have something that you'd like to share, please go ahead and and type it in there, send it to everyone so everyone can see it. And I know if you're listening to this as a podcast, you're like, not fair. I can't see what those people in your audience are saying. Well, you need to come here live if you can. The next one's going to be October 28th. If you want to be my guest here, uh, please just shoot me a note. Let me know. It'd be my pleasure to invite you in. Uh, we uh, th- Today's agenda, I, I think, is going to be threefold. So let me tell you what to expect today. Number one, I want to encourage you that start getting getting the courage up because if you want your microphone turned on to share a story or ask a question, let me know. I could do it right now, but let me know. If you have something to share, it could be a success, a failure. It could be a, oh, I'm getting close. What should I do now? What can I do? What do you think? Please go ahead and type it in and I'll read it out loud so everyone else who's here, your colleagues, can also hear and share because there's a good chance that someone who's with us right now has experienced that same thing. And that's that's what this is all about, a group coaching session. I, I don't want you to take it all from me. I want you to hear from each other and be inspired by each other and realize you truly are in this together. And it's nice 
to connect and get a little bit of lift. I like to call it a beacon. I like to be a, a beacon for you as you like to be a beacon for your clients. And you can also be a beacon for each other, for, for colleagues, right? So that number one, that's the, the big encouragement here. So while, while I, I talk about what's number two and number three on the list of the agenda today, get your courage up. I, w- I want to hear from you. And Danny, if you wanted to pose that question here in this group, we can too. It's up to you. I know we're going to talk about it in the mastermind group later. But number two, Marina, I think you're going to be glad to hear that I have decided to open up today's group sales power hour with a little bit of a chat around the releasing or the release of pricing when it comes to groups. Marina, who's who's uh, attended my bootcamp program, she's a dear friend, uh, has a, a fantastic group opportunity. And, and I know, Marina, and you and everybody, if you follow my group launch sequence to a T, A, number one, it will work. B, number two, it ain't easy. It ain't easy to stick to the plan. So I'm going to open up today by focusing on some tips on how to control the release of pricing. And if you've never taken book, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Trust me, I'll bring you along. I will bring you along. And Marina said, yes, I am following you to a T. And I know that I appreciate that. And that's why you've got this challenge because you're following to a D and, and these consumers have never experienced somebody like you before. I'm going to say it again, Marina, and everyone on the line today. When you get a little bit of pushback from a prospect, because you, you know the right way and the wrong way or the better way or the weaker way. And you stick to your guns and hold true to your principles of what you know is good business decisions, better business, business decisions. You're going to get pushback and that shows you're doing the right thing because there are bazillions of travel advisors out there doing the weaker things. They're not so good things. They're not so smart things. Like doing groups and just offering the, you can say it, I can hear you say it, the bare bones off the shelf, strip down product. If you're going to do that, get out of the group arena. Listen, travel advisors, if you're listening to me right now, I love you. And I'm going to tell you to get out of the group business, stay clear of the group business. If you're just going to quote the exact same price you get from the supplier. Goodbye. Leave the business because you're wrecking it for the rest of us who realize the value of the package, the more inclusive package. So that, that's number two. I'm going to riff a little bit on group pricing. And Marina, I know we are going to connect separately. And number three, if we have time, if you'd like to go down this road, we can talk about, geez, what, what should I be doing now? It's been a roller coaster ride. Stuart, I did all the things you said to do during that great in-between when nobody was booking. And now it's gone up and down and up and down. Yes and no, on and off. Right? It's crazy. So I'm happy to give a, a little review, have a little conversation. I want to hear from you. Are you back to doing the same stuff you did early in the game? 
Are you doing different stuff? Tell me what's happening. And I'll share it with everybody because we want to all be, we want to all be inspired by your stories. So once again, welcome everybody. If you're new here, this is the group sales power hour, and I'd love you to interact. Now's your chance to ask questions. I want to make this hour very powerful. (laughs) Didn't rhyme, but I did my best. And by the way, the next time we meet, which will be October 28th, no, not October 28th, September, September. The next time we meet in September, I will have completed my first ever, yeah, I'm talking about myself here, but I like to share. I, and maybe some of you do triathlons, I don't know. I'm going to complete my first ever Olympic triathlon. It's this Saturday and two days from now. Very excited. And then coming up is my Ironman 70.3 happens here in Memphis. Incredibly excited. So this Olympic try is great training for the Ironman 70.3, which I'm doing with my great friend, mentor, and competitor, Mike Marshall. Thank you very much, Doreen. I appreciate your, your best of luck wishes. I just checked the weather, and I'm not sure if I preferred rain or just deal with what we're going to have, which is 90-degree temps uh, by about 1130. So my mission for this Olympic try is to get in, get out, get her done, get the swim, get the bike, get the run done before it gets near 90, before it gets near mid 80s, but it ain't going to be easy. I'm going to do my best. So that's what's on the agenda for today. And let me start off right now with this a little bit of a conversation around my tips on how to control the release of group pricing and what, what, what I mean by that and, and some suggestions. Linda, thank you very much for your well wishes. I do appreciate that. Danny, I see you posted here. That's great. So let me explain something to you. The group loan sequence is all about after you have right signed the agreement, the deal, group agreement letter, everything, the contract, whatever it is you have with the group, they've hired you and you've already created the package. And now you, you need to sell it to the people, to the prospects, to the guests. All too often, as we all know, the group leader will be, oh, they're going to go. No problem. Everybody's going to go. They told me they're going to go. And it usually doesn't happen like that. Now, does it? It's rare to have an experience where, boom, put it out. They buy it. Game over. Should you have that? That's awesome. More often than not, you don't. And don't even take a chance because they're going to try to convince you to rush the pricing out. And you're going to say no. (laughs) Because one of the most important things you need to do as a travel advisor, as the expert, as the professional, is take control of the sales process. So in group launch sequence, remember we talk about that it would be so easy to rush, rush, rush those prices out because the group leader and the committee, whoever hired you, they already know the price. They've agreed. They have to agree on the package, right? They know it. And they're like, let's just get it out there, open up for sale. And you're going to have to put the brakes on and say, hang on. That's not the way it works. We're going to do a proper business launch, a proper 
product launch. It's not just what I'm teaching here, what I'm telling you here, and I think you're all convinced of this, is that I, I didn't make this up. I just adapted what, what all other smart businesses do. They have a launch plan. And the objective is that by the time you do publish the pricing, by the time you do say, yay, we're open for business, they are lined up outside your door. Am I crystal clear on that? Get them lined up outside your door. I know those of you in boot camp have heard me say this a bazillion times. It's okay for you to hear it one more time. And early on, so here's the deal, early on, so tip, sort of tip number one is to set the expectations with the group leader or the committee, whoever you have presented to, whoever's hired you, set the expectations that, that, um, that this, is the, this is the plan. This is the launch sequence we're going to do, which means you'll know about the pricing, but we can't release it yet. And as we roll out the group launch sequence, you can use that name. I don't care. It sounds kind of cool. You can even give them a calendar, right, of when the information presentation series are going to happen. And you can even tell them this will be the date. This is the last of our information presentations, and this is the date we're going to announce the pricing. It's critically important that they know, that they anticipate this. It, it's not going to work if it's a surprise, right? If, if they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. It ain't going to work. They need to know before you spring this news on them. Get them on board, take control, show them the level of professionalism and experience you have that by putting the price out there and, and if they ask you, you can explain why well if we put the price out nobody's going to come to the information series they're just going to look at the number they're going to compare the number online or they're going to make a few phone calls they're going to say oh man this price is higher goodbye bye-bye they're never going to come back you can simply say it that way they will be gone because they're not going to stick around to find out why the price point is higher. And you know why, because it's a more inclusive price point that inevitably, ultimately includes more, is better for them. They don't know it yet. Okay, tip number two, along the process, when uh, the consumers, let's say you're, you're starting to build that list and you, you're starting your save the date, the information presentation series, you're moving along to the process is never say no. Never say I cannot give it to you. Never say I won't give it to you. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some phrases that will work. And by the way, if you want to, oh my goodness, I'm go probably going to kick myself for doing this, but I want you to have this. If you want a copy of this, send me an email, Stuart at StuartLloydCone.com. Send me an email and I'll send it to you. But you got to tell me specifically what you're asking for. I get emails. People say, oh, I listened to your webinar today, Stuart. Could you send me that document, that PDF, that the PDF special report? And I'm like, okay, could you tell me what it was? Because you know they've listened to a, a webinar that I've done maybe for a client 
six years ago. And I have no idea. So tell me it's about how to control the release of group pricing. That will really help. And boot campers, you already have access to this. If you need another copy, let me know. And I'll put it in our private Facebook group. Okay. So the next, the next part of the strategy is that understanding the consumer is going to get restless. You know that. They want to know. And I, I will tell you that if, if you need to, if you feel pressured, if you really feel like you have to give some kind of a number, give a range. Give a range. Now, you will know where that number comes in. And what you may want to do is, is give a wide range or you can say simply, oh, it's going to come in well under 10 grand. Well, under 10 grand, well, I sure hope so, because online it's six. Exactly. And online, though, it's not that's not group pricing, number one, and our groups will be very much more inclusive. So we're building a little lot of stuff. You, you, you can tell them that. I mean, it, it's not lying, right? Go ahead and shop till you drop online. Our price is going to be higher. What? Yes. But it will come in under your budget. I know your group leaders have told me what your budget is. It's going to come in under. Don't you worry. And it's going to be higher than what you see every place else. You can, you can set that expectation. Well, really? Well, why, why would I pay more? Well, because you'll end up paying significantly more because I'm putting together a package for you. Be honest. So let me, let me read you a couple of responses here. If the guest tries to force your hand, it's real simple. You can simply say the final package pricing will be complete on September 1st. And September 1st, in this case, is my example of the date during the information presentation series when you are already know that's when you're going to release it. So you can be very, very specific. I'm going to read you a couple of these. You, you tell me if, and make it your own. But you can also put this in writing too, on the website, on the Facebook group, Instagram, whatever it is. You don't have to invent this, but you can craft it so it's in your voice. I'm just as excited and eager to see the final package price. I am negotiating for you hard to make this, make this the absolute best trip ever. Thank you. Thank you for trusting me to deliver an amazing package at an amazing price. Or I'm working diligently for you to create for uh uh, to diligently to create a customized group package that you'll all love, meaning I'm negotiating really hard because there are a lot of vendors involved here and I want to give you more and charge you less. In fact, that's why all of my group clients love me so much. I charge them more, but they get so much more. Ultimately, they save money because I build all the goodies in so you don't overpay when you get there. Or it's easy to give you the same price you see on the internet, but trust me, you'll come back disappointed and you'll end up overspending and getting all stressed out. 
any website or travel agent who just quotes that less inclusive price is doing you a major disservice. I've got your back. In fact, I'm the best travel agent in the world at creating more inclusive packages. Could you say that right now with me together? Look at me, look at me, listen. I am the best travel advisor in the world. Put it together. I'm the best travel advisor in the world. Say it right now. Again, (laughs) doesn't it feel good? Who here has the courage to say that the next time you're talking to a prospect? Let me see the hands up. Do I have hands up? I sure hope so. Let me tell you something. I say this. Well, when people say, what do you do for a living? You know, I say, oh, I'm the best speaker in the world. <laughs> and they look and they laugh. Well, that's confidence, man. Would you rather have a speaker who's not confident? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm a good speaker. I do okay. Would you, would you rather have an okay travel advice? Yeah, I, I do okay. You know, I'm all right. Would you rather see the best? Thank you, Danny. Danny said, yes, the best. Here we go. I'm the best travel agent in the world, creating more inclusive package. I won't let you get stressed out or miss a thing. I, I really like this line a lot. My mission is not to let you get stressed out when you get there. My mission is not to let you miss a thing. And I promise to have pricing locked down. You can say this. I promise to have pricing locked down on and give them that date. Or... Hey, I'm fine-tuning the package and the price, which I know you're going to love. I absolutely positively will have it all firmed up by. See, I absolutely positively will have it all firmed up by. See, remember, it's not about, sorry, can't tell you, won't tell you, don't want to tell you. I will announce it on our call, and I have never missed a deadline. I like that line. I have never missed a deadline. Or... I guarantee the total package price will be well within the budget parameters you gave me. The weight will be very, very worthwhile. I like that too. Or how about this? The best thing you ever did was, was to allow me to negotiate package pricing. You'll love what I'm putting together for you. I'm very close to finalizing it. I promise to make the big announcement on our call together on September 1st, whatever the date is. And here's a, here's a final takeaway. And then I want to hear from you. Any thoughts and comments on this? Because here's the thing. If you follow the group launch sequence to a T, right? Marine and everybody. This is so critical. I, I don't want it to fail or to be less successful at this point. And by the way, you can always use examples in real life when stores open, when uh, a restaurant opens, they build excitement, they build anticipation, they get people lined up outside the door. Because remember, you're gonna control when it goes on sale too. You're going to control exactly when it goes on sale. And here's the kicker. When the sale is over, right? You know this, when the booking window closes. Here's the final read. You probably have a rough idea of starting prices that you'll see online. 
Now, keep in mind that they're always stripped down and you'll always end up spending significantly more. That's why he hired me for this job. I can negotiate much better for group pricing. Our special package pricing will be higher than what you see online, but I will save you money in the long run and make everything more stress-free and convenient. And you can use the phrases that pays you know, I reduce stress and risk, I add value and convenience, and I transform the entire experience from beginning to end. I make everything, I take everything from good to better to best, good to better to best. Okay, that's, that's, uh, I wanted to start off with that. And I know, you know, Maria, I don't know if that answers that question. I, I can't pretend it did because I know you have a specific scenario but I, I look forward to connecting with you. And, and tell me, any, any comments, any thoughts on this before we go on to uh, uh, Dan, Danny had posted here. I want to read this and get your thoughts on it because you've probably all experienced what Danny has just experienced as I have experienced as well in my personal business. Okay, so here's, I'm going to read this from Danny just so our, if you can't read this right now, I have a client from my photography workshop that has joined us twice. I found it earlier this week from her, from her post on Facebook that she is on an Alaska cruise from Seattle. I was disappointed that she did not book the cruise with me because she knows that I'm a cruise advisor. Any thought from this group? I did respond to her post with suggestions for Juno for her photography. So basically right now, go ahead and type in, Yes, if you've ever seen a social media post, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, of one of your, uh, when I say client, you know, it's probably an unclient, somebody who had booked with you maybe multiple times in the past, but they have no current booking on the books. Nothing is pending. So they're an unclient. How many times have you seen that? They just got back from the trip or they getting excited about going on a trip. They didn't book it from you. Hey, this is an age old story. I, I hear this all the time. It happens for a multitude of reasons. But the question that, and Kyle said, yes. And Anthony said, yes. Yeah. Be courageous. I mean, it happens. It absolutely happens. That's because we're, we're not the only choice in town. And of course, there could be multiple reasons why they didn't hire us. So here, here are the options, right? You find out that a, an unclient or family or friend or, or a prospect booked someplace else because you happen to see it online. What do you do? Go ahead. I want to see it right now. Type it in. What do you do? You know, you can, sure, you can call. Say, hey, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're, you're going to Alaska? You didn't book for me? What gives? <laughs> now, if you're really, really, really close friends and you know you're not going to destroy the relationship and go ahead and do that, I wouldn't do that personally. That would not be my choice because I think that makes the conversation really awkward as if they've done something wrong. Now, maybe they have, <laughs> but you can't tell them that. I, I think, you know, I think it would be really hard for you to call somebody like that, call them out, say, why, why didn't you book for me? 
wouldn't it be great if we could? And wouldn't it be great if they were brutally honest with us? Because it would be very helpful to know. Did they not like our pricing? Did they, uh, did they not like us personally? It could be a personality thing. Or did we give them something they didn't ask for? Did we not give them something that they had asked for? Did they end up booking through a relative? Did end up their partner made the decision? Now, that could be a million different reasons why. The other option is, of course, not to do anything at all and just scratch them off your list. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest that, whether it's for individuals or groups, because I think there's an opportunity here. Even when we lose or we don't make the sale, we don't get the business. I think it's, it's a leadership moment. And, and by the way, when we transition to our third subject of the day, which is what are you doing? What can you be doing? What should you be doing as we continue to be in this great in-between in the travel business? Um, wow, there it is. ADHD, gone. I have no idea where I was. Goodness gracious. Uh, leadership moment. Thank you, Stuart. It came back to me. Thankfully, faster than not, because this whole great in-between is surely a test of your, of your fortitude, of your grit, as we like to say here in Memphis. And leadership moments, this whole time is your opportunity to seriously grow your list of followers. It may not result in business right now, but it will tomorrow when we're through the other side of this great in-between. And when you read on social media that you didn't get a piece of business you really worked hard to get, is a leadership moment here too. And, and here's what I personally would do. And to be honest with you, I don't, I don't tell you stuff I would do. I tell you stuff I've done. And I'm going to give you an example in just a second. To Doreen's point, she said, go ahead, tell us personal stories. And I like doing that because I, I just want to show you uh, that, that, I, that even though I, I don't do exactly what you do, we're, it, it, we're relatable. I understand. And I practice what I preach. So I would, in this case, Danny and anybody else, I would either post on that page. It depends on how close you are with them. Post on that same social, social site. Send an email or better yet, send a letter, a handwritten letter. A phone call might be a little awkward depending on how close because they might not take your call. They might think you're calling because you're upset and they're embarrassed. They might be a little, it might be awkward. It would be great if you can go right to voicemail. You could leave a message. No matter how you decide to communicate, Here's what I would say. I, I want to wish you the very best. It looks like you've got a phenomenal trip planned. I'm excited for you. I do hope you get to take that helicopter and experience uh, uh, walking on a glacier. I do hope you get to have that, that, fresh, that fresh salmon. I do hope 
you get to see some calving. All the things you shared with me that were on your bucket list to do. I hope you get to experience them all. Have a great, safe, wondrous journey. And if something should fall through, if you need me in a pinch, I'm always here for you. Can, can you do that? It ain't easy because it's not what you're really feeling. But if you turn it from negative to positive, they're going to feel those vibes. You're going to blow them away by your kindness, by the fact that you're showing you're not pissed off, even though you might be, but you've got a good heart. You know what it shows? I will tell you what it shows. It shows that you really do care for them, not about the sale. And that's what defines a customer-centric company, when you really, really do care for them versus the cash versus making the sale. That makes a big, big difference. And they'll always remember it. And I like to say this, but all my speaking gigs, uh, when it comes to sales, if you don't make the sale, you're better off being second in line than not in line at all. Because let's just say the travel advisor or the dot-com they booked with didn't do a phenomenal job and they miss you. Now, if you didn't send that beautiful letter wishing them well, they're going to scratch you off the list as you had scratched them off the list. Gone, gone, goodbye forever. I'm assuming this is a prospect you want back, an unclient you want back. You want their business or else you wouldn't be doing this. But now they're going to think of you and they're going to come back to you. I'm not going to say they're going to put their tail between their legs and go, oh, man, I messed up. I screwed up. I should have come to you. Maybe you've had that experience and maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But what they will remember is that you stood out. You stood up and you stood out as a professional. I was going to say not a crybaby, but that's kind of mean. I would never insinuate you're a crybaby. Hey, listen, I cry when I don't make a sale, but <laughs> it's a little extreme. But then again, I'm known for using flowery words, a little bit of extreme here. So I hope that makes sense. And uh, before I, we got a lot of, We've got a lot of nice messages here I'm going to read. So, so keep paying attention here. I, I want to share with you. I got a call from uh, one of the universities here in Memphis. And they, they, have a re- they, have, they had a retreat, an annual retreat for a particular department at this university. Now, several years ago, I was hired by a different department to do a retreat and it was pre-pandemic. So I was there in person. I did two hours and they didn't have a lot of money to spend because it's a, it came from the university. I did it for a couple of bucks and it was well worth it because it got my name out. It was great. I just drove downtown, did it and, and made new friends and it led to future business and great references. But I'm not suggesting you do that with travel naturally. You can't give it away. You don't own the ship. You don't own the hotel. I I own my voice and my time. So in that case, I did. Bottom line is I got another call and asked me to put together a one page. And they had even less to pay me. And I said, you know what? It's a slippery slope for a speaker to do it. 
something like this. However, this will be fun. It's going to be Zoom. I don't travel anywhere and no problem. One hour, tell me what you need and I'll make a little draft up what I do for you. And basically, you know, I'm $7,500 for an hour. Uh, and what we'll do is we'll, we'll look at the other 7,000. I don't remember what, what it was that they could afford to pay me out of the tiny itty bitty budget, but let, let, let's just call that my donation to the university. Okay. Whatever the numbers were. And I took time to put together a great one page and I never heard back. Does that sound familiar? Never heard back. The day of the event, of course, I didn't get hired for it, but they didn't, they didn't tell me you didn't get it. I just didn't get it. I sent a letter. I didn't call. I don't know him very well. I sent a, a I sent an email because I don't even have his mailing address. I don't even know if they're showing up for work at the university if it's all home-based. In any case, I chose to use email. And I just said, hey, very best success. If something should fall through, I'm your guy. I'm here for you. I'm excited for you. It sounds like a great event. And I, I'm sure you picked the right voice. Knock it out of the park. I will see you around town. And when you need me, I'm here for you. I'd love to work with with you in future opportunities. He wrote back immediately. So, so sorry. Our vice chancellor took a different path, a different course. So it turns out they're not doing what they originally intended to do. And so it wasn't like, oh, not, let's not hire Stu. Let's hire Bill. Whatever. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I know I still have a friend. And he saw that I wasn't pissed off. There's no more awkwardness. That's my real story. Let me read these here from Kyle. It's our fault that we do not make sure they know what kinds of travel we offer. This is really important. I love this. And, and Kyle is now commenting, I know where you're going, uh, commenting on the fact that when you find out an unclient or a prospect or a follower, book someplace else. And you're surprised and disappointed. He says, so I send a list of my services out several times a year with my newsletter. I love it, Kyle. If I know them well, I wait a while after the return and chat about other things and then say, hey, I noticed that they travel to such and such. Next time, I'd love to help you or at least or at least give me a shot. I'm paraphrasing his words. Give me a shot before you book again. I'll make sure that you don't miss out on anything. Kyle, I think that's perfect. And everybody be inspired by this. Be inspired by this, at least. He's still in the running. He's second in line. And, and just the fact that you've referenced it and didn't make a big deal out of it other than I hope it was great. Next time, give me a ring. But let's go back to his first sentence, which is that Kyle tells his followers what he does. Because one of the big, and here, pay, pull up a chair, pull up a chair. One of the biggest reasons Somebody on our list, an unclient, a prospect, whatever, doesn't book with us. They book someplace else is because they have no idea that you could have booked that particular product for them. That's number one. The number one reason. Not because they didn't like it. Not because your price was high. Well, in this case, you wouldn't have presented them any prices. But they just don't know. And... 
Danny or if anybody, if you were to call and say, why don't you book for me? Which I don't suggest you do. They might just say, well, I didn't know you book Alaska or I didn't know you do groups or I didn't, I didn't know you do meetings at conventions. I, I didn't know. You booked my Caribbean resort vacation last time for the family. Remember, I didn't know you also do motor coach trips in Europe. And, and you don't just tell them you ask to just, just, just to complete, you know, to supplement what Kyla said too. It's one thing that you tell them, I do this, this, and the other thing. It's another that you ask, are you thinking of going to Europe? Are you thinking of a river cruise? Is a uh, trip to Banff and the Canadian Rockies and your bucket list? Let's talk. I'm an expert. Are you thinking of going to an all-inclusive in Puerto Vallarta or uh uh, Cancun or wherever. Uh, I'm an expert. I'm certified. Are you thinking of going to an all-inclusive adult only? I'm an expert. Let's talk. Ask. Ask the question versus just tell. Doreen said, <laughs> can I clone you? I love your response. I would tell, uh, I would tell, uh, I would tell them not to call me if they, what? I would tell mine not to call me Doreen, help me here. But she said, my suggestion is terrific. She will try it next time. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm reading what you wrote and I can't quite make sense of it, but I think I know the path you are heading. But you're going to try that next time. Oh, there we go. Doreen said, oh, I would tell them do not call. Right. Do not call to find out why you didn't book with me. That's what you're saying. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and and uh, oh, by the way, Doreen, uh, but Kyle, Doreen said great tips, Kyle. Good stuff. Linda said, you're right, Kyle. I do make sure everyone knows all the types of travel I book now. There you go, Linda. Rock it. All right. Okay. Now, as you are all still typing, we've got, I don't know, around 15 minutes left here. And I, I want to make sure we make good use of this time. So I'm going to say this right now before we sort of tap into the third and final subject of this meeting today. I'm not going to keep you here for an hour if I don't need to, because I respect your time and how busy you are. However, if you got nothing else on your mind, if we had nothing else to talk about, everything else is hunky-dory, perfect, grooving along, you got nothing to ask, nothing to share, tell me. Or don't tell them. Don't type in anything else. We're cool. We cool. I love you. And that's okay. However, if you got something burning a hole in your pocket, normally you say that about money. But if you got something that you're just aching to ask, you just want to say, you just want to share, you're wondering about it. And I can ask everybody in the group here so we can share in this group environment. Let's do it. Otherwise, it's going to end when it's going to end. Because that's how much I respect your time and my time, too. You know what they say? There's an expression. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Now, when it comes to coaching, it's the same but different because a coach is not a teacher. Coach is not a teacher. Even though these power hours, I'm doing some coaching, a little bit of consulting, a little bit of educating, a little bit of teaching, right? It's kind of a mixture. 
but in the true sense of coach, because I am about to graduate. By the way, Doreen, here comes another personal. I'm about to graduate from ADHD Life Coach School. And by the way, yes, if you or if you know of somebody, a friend or family or colleague that has ADHD or thinks they do, and they would like to be a part of uh, my learning process, because in order to graduate and to become certified by the ICF, I need to have a lot of hours of coaching under my belt. I am looking, I am seeking people who would specifically want to experience an ADHD life coach. I didn't even think I was going to plug that today, but full disclosure, there you go. That's what I'm working on. I'm very excited. That's the pivot. That's why Group Boot Camp is closing uh, December 31st at 1159 p.m. 59 seconds, because I need time to pursue this. But of course, if you're in boot camp, I will make sure you have access to everything always. Uh, Kyle says, congratulations. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Danny says, great news. Thanks, Danny. I appreciate that. Thank you, Ramona. We'll see you later. Thank you very much for your congratulations. No, Doreen says, whoopee. Congratulations, Stuart. Uh, how can they reach you for ADHD? Thank you, Doreen, for asking and Anthony, also, congratulations. I appreciate that. Honestly, it, you, I'm going to keep my same email address, Stuart at StuartLloydCohen.com. So uh, I, it just doesn't get crazy and nut, nut, nutty. I will have a brand new website that will be released next week because I'm taking some new photos for it. It's a totally different kind of a website, naturally, as a, as a coach. It has to be a different feel. But I, of course, my Speaking website, which is stuartlocone.com, will always be there and available. That's just a, a different business. See, I can't just do one thing. I got to do a bunch of things. And I will continue doing the same speaking that I've always done in the travel industry when I am invited and hired. I will continue to speak outside the industry too. And my specialty will be ADHD. Yep. Can't wait. Very, very excited. My goal is to also uh, obviously be a successful ADHD life coach, of course, to be a beacon for others and also to do a, a TEDx talk. And I got two books I'm working on. One is on a back burner. One I'm in the process of doing right now with a partner. Very, very excited. Okay, so here we go. Here, we're going to do the countdown now. Uh Unless I see and you you uh, offer or ask anything else, but I I just want to close with with this about what should you be doing right now? What could you be doing right now? Um, and Doreen just wrote in, Stuart. Right now, I'm reorganizing my home office. I love that. What a great time to do it to fit my groups, river cruising, and faith a faith-based travel. So you're actually, listen to this, everybody, doing a physical reorganization of your office as you have also done, a, 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 is it a physical or is it a, not physical? It's, it's, a, it's a business plan, right? You did a full business plan reorg. You had a corporate reorg, Doreen. And you're also redoing your office, which I love it because that really gives a full total uh three-dimensional, four-dimensional sense of new, of new. That's great stuff. After that, I'm opening a small office and my family business, Monarch Realty. 
I love that too. So Doreen's got a lot going on. Also opening a small office in her family business, Monarch Realty. I, I, I love seeing, seeing this, you know, entrepreneurs and, and solopreneurs and just pushing on. Just staying steadfast, just staying tenacious. Danny says, I'm doing continuing education. I'm pivoting to do all inclusive vacations as well. There you go. Right? Cruising. What the heck is going on? Nobody knows. They're trying. Everyone's trying. And to, to, to really learn and understand and be a, a product expert on all-inclusive vacations, Danny, I think is excellent, superb, brilliant. Doreen says, absolutely right on, Stuart. Thanks. You are most welcome. Good luck with your, with your major reorg. Sounds like a life reorg. Anthony just added here, and please, if you're in here, go ahead, type something. I want to hear. Anthony says, I'm finishing up my CTC certification and going to be writing a book on incentive travel. Wow. I'm blown away. That is so cool. Writing a book on incentive travel? My guess is that that's an area where if you're not already an expert, you, you're going to be by the time you finish researching and writing this book and people will come to you because, hey, I wrote the book. And I think that's magnificent. That's awesome. Fantastic. Please keep me in the look and in, uh, in, in the, please in the loop. I forgot the word loop. And good luck with your CTC certification with the Travel Institute. They're dear people, good friends there. And uh, it just makes me so happy to hear that. And you're getting a lot of well wishes from everyone else in the group. Anthony says, thanks, Doreen. My CTC requires a white paper. And as I was working through it, I thought I would be able to expand on that and create an actual book and maybe even an online course. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. See, that's when you leverage one thing into something bigger. That's the way I do. When all of my business decisions are, okay, if I do this, does it have legs? Is it scalable? That's the big question. Is it scalable? So I've just read, we're coming up on time now, but I've just read just a few of the things that some of your colleagues are doing. Not to pass the time, but to maximize the time. Not to pass it, but to maximize it. I would hope that each and every one of you listening right now is working harder than ever before. I hope not all on rebooks and cancellations. I know, I know it's painful and you're not probably making money doing that. It is going to pay off in the long run. And at the same time, I hope that you're strengthening an area that you know you can use a little more muscle. Hey, listen, for this Olympic try coming up this Saturday, you know, it might be slightly shorter distances than the Ironman 70.3. I am take, I am training as hard for this Saturday's event as I am for the for the Ironman. You can't take anything for granted. You got to stay in great shape. And whether it's, uh, you, you, in your case, if, you, if everybody, if you're not training for a physical event, you're training for a business event it's the same 
thing. You've got to keep training. So more power to you all. I'm really inspired. I am. And Doreen just added my idea, Stuart. I will be the group leader for two river cruise groups traveling in 2023. I'd like to focus on one European river, two itineraries with one supplier. Good idea. Great idea. You know why? You're not trying to rush it, Doreen. A river cruise is a big deal. People need to save their money. People need to save their vacation days. And in as much as I know that you're so hungry to get it on the books for 2022, maybe, maybe you can't. And maybe 2023 is ideal that people will feel even more comfortable looking at something far out, saving their money and going big, getting the bigger stateroom maybe they wouldn't have before. One supplier, great idea. Be loyal to them. They'll be loyal to you. And focus on one European or two itineraries. That's great. As a matter of fact, you probably may or may not know that I'm doing my second partial ship charter. This time, as always with AMA, this time it's on the, the AMA Verde. And we're doing the lower Danube, Doreen. My wife and I, we've already done the upper Danube. We went uh, and ended up doing land in Prague. Now we're going south and we're going to do the, the post in the Bucharest and Brasov. And we're actually going to fly into uh, Budapest a couple of days early because we've never toured Budapest. It's going to be a biggie. And it's July 2022 and it's sold out in a week. Now, these are friends and family. These are my friends and family. Uh, and, and we have a lot of new people going that didn't go on the first time. Very exciting. Uh, Doreen says, both sound exhausting. Best of luck. Remember to tell us your story in September. I certainly will give you an update on my, my race for sure. And, and that's it. So I'm, I'm going to give a 60-second countdown here. Don't leave. Don't leave just yet. 60-second countdown because you got time. If there's something you want to ask, something you want to share, Maybe was there a big takeaway from today's get together? I want to hear from you. If you're here for the first time, by the way, let me know. Go ahead. Let your fingers do the talking. Say, hey, first time. I'm, was, it, was it worth your time? I hope so. Doreen said, hey, that could be a good way for me to go to the upper and lower Danube. Put a land extension too. There you go. You're welcome. All right. 30 second countdown. Remember, if you're a, uh, listening to this right now, or you are listening as the pot, uh, as it, as a podcast. I also still upload these to YouTube, by the way, where there's hundreds of these yours truly, but the next one is uh, the last Thursday in September. And I'm going to look up the date because I gave you the wrong date before. Silly me. There you go. It's September 30th, September 30th. And then October 28th, there you go. Last Thursday of the month. Sign up if you want to be in the audience or at the very least send in your story, comments, questions. And there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at time. I'm going to hit the buzzer. Buzz. Thank you for being here. Most importantly, you're welcome, Kyle. Thank you. Most importantly, dear friends, I wish you good health. That's most important. I can say that pre-pandemic and today too, I wish you good health and happiness. Take care of yourself. Take care of your neighbors. And we'll see you again soon.